Yes, yes, we are. Oh, okay. OBS. No, wait, what happened? Okay, there we go. I knew something's gonna. I knew something's. Gonna, it always. It always happens. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special episode of the Morning Metro. We, of course, your hosts, Grid Twenty One and Gertron, and we like to also uh, get it right off the bat that we actually have two special guests who are joining us via audio: uh, Mama and Papa Grid, also known as Red Tail Twenty Three and Snow Queen. Let's see if I can find a uh, a applause sound effect somewhere in there. <laughs> oh, here it's. There it is. That's what I was, that's what I was trying to find. But um, yes, of course, as you guys know, it is uh, December thirty uh, first, twenty eighteen, New Year's Eve. First of all, everybody that, that's joining us on the show via audio or video, Happy New Year's Eve to you guys. Yes, yeah, I really wish. I was, yeah, I I really wish I was born on New Year's Day, just because being born on December thirtieth. It's just too close. Yes, happy belated birthday, Gertron, as well. Happy yeah. birthday. I did not Thank know you. your birthday was December 30th. Just be glad I'm not born in leap year. Oh, yeah, leap year. That leap year, yeah, that that's that's always bad. <laughs> um, so, uh, as it being New Year's Eve and everything, we're kind of doing a uh, sort of uh, recap summary. What was our favorite things of 2018? What were our favorite articles and stuff? And this is kind of a, uh, sort of a not necessarily one of our normal shows, just kind of like a relaxed, you know, chatting. Let's you know, let's what was some of the great things about the year and stuff. Um, and I guess I'll go ahead and jump into one of the articles that we covered, one of the ones that I enjoyed. I know that Mama Grid certainly enjoys as she's a fan of the Sherlock Holmes series. If, as you guys remember, I don't, let's see, this comes from episode... This was our July 7th, 2018 episode where we talked about how Benedict Cumberbatch actually ended up being a real-life hero after uh, a guy on a bike got mugged by a couple of uh, ruffians. And that was a really fun article to talk about, honestly. That was kind of cool because, you know, we all know that Sherlock Holmes is a very classic tale and a very, you know, classic um, British stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Mama Grid, first of all, thank you for, I think you were the one that actually submitted that article, as I recall, right? Yes, that's, yeah, that's right. I Yeah, I love the Sherlock Holmes stories. And actually, because of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and the Sherlock Holmes stories, the modern police techniques that we use actually came from those stories. That's how oh. that's how modern policing actually got started. Oh, you learn something new every day. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so, but it's you know, it's kind of you always always find it interesting how like you know something that we you know there's certain trends, certain things that just happen. And it's, you know, like example like this, and it's like ends up sparking like an entire like, you know, field of study, you know, or or like, you know, you look at uh, past scientists or whatever, and they just kind of like they start these trends and you just kind of sit there like, wow, like this isn't going to, you know, this is a great, great story. Mm. This was a great, you know, person, whatever. Mm. And then, you know, years later, it's just kind of like, oh, like, wow, this ends up sparking this whole, you know, this whole thing and stuff. Um, I don't know any more. I'm just kind of like rambling slash, you know, discussing, but what do you guys, anything to add here to this article? I have always enjoyed Sherlock Holmes, uh, all, all of the different storylines. I've even watched the Sherlock Holmes from uh, when he was a kid. Sherlock Holmes as a kid. The really? Really, really, really old episodes. We're talking about 
probably back in the 1980s, I'd say, is when they're let out. I, I can't remember, but they're interesting, really old ones. Um, and I've always enjoyed watching Sherlock Holmes just because I like to see if I can figure out where they're trying to go, see if I can uh, find the, the clues on my own, say, oh, that guy did it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Sometimes they completely mess you over, and right off at the beginning, they they actually show you who, who did it, and then you have to watch them trying to figure it out. You're like, I already know who did this. This is not fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm really waiting for when they get um, Benedict Cumberbatch, and who's the who's the other actor? I don't remember. Red Tail or, or Snow Queen? Do you remember who the other actor is that plays uh, um, his oh, sidekick? Yeah. Yes, I know who you mean. Watson? I can see his face. I can't remember this, uh, the name. He's been in so many things. Like, he was in The Hobbit and everything. I still can't remember what his name yes. is. It's terrible. Let's see. It escapes me at the moment. Oh, Gertrude's looking it up. He'll figure it out. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Uh, okay, John H. Watson. Uh, H. Watson. Let me see. I'm trying to find it. Of course I can find that one. Everything on the fly. Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Yeah. Martin Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yes. It's. Uh, I'm really waiting for them to make new episodes of Sherlock. From what I've read several times, apparently they they always end up having like scheduling issues. Apparently, from what I understand. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the one thing that has really annoyed me about the the season of how they do it. They they do like one, and then like several months later they'll right? do another one, and you're like, come on, get with the schedule, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah i think there's a lot of frustrated sherlock holmes fans out there um of the the most recent with benedict cumberbatch and martin freeman i know mm-hmm. i'm frustrated as a fan um but i i remember and i and i still do as an adult when i can catch it um the really old um films where basil rathbone yeah um was sherlock holmes oh my gosh and then then the series that i and i really enjoy those basil rathbone did an extremely good job uh playing sherlock and Mm. then but the the series i really enjoy is jeremy brett yeah sherlock holmes jeremy brett was really good yes oh my god he was Uh. amazing he was sherlock holmes he he truly was the personification and the spirit and and it's like he he was sherlock jumped right off of arthur conan doyle's pages hmm. he was exactly him and and um uh the fellow that, that played dr watson the two of them were exactly what you would have pictured as the real sherlock and watson hmm. and I, I, one of these days, I'm going to have to buy the whole series because I just like thoroughly enjoy that. PBS hasn't played that series in a long while. I really miss it because um, I was always watching the TV schedule to find out what time it was coming on because <laughs> yes. I get so busy during the week. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, and I'm a, a huge Sherlock Holmes fan anyway. I love a good mystery. I've always loved a good mystery since I was a kid. And I don't know if, well, you guys aren't old enough. Um, oh, gee, thanks. Yeah, well, there used to be a series of kids' books that came out called The Hollisters. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it, was a, it might have been The Hollister Twins, but um, it was a, a family that um, the kids uh, came up with decoder rings and um, mm. uh, little, um, they, in fact, they, you could subscribe to it in the mail. Mm. I, uh, my sister and I got them. There was a, a little clear plastic thing, it was red. 
And if you, um, I think if you did the thing with lemon juice or something, you could read what was written underneath. And then there was a, another little like decoder book or something that came with it. And that got me hooked on mysteries. And mysteries as a genre are something I really enjoy because it makes me think. And I, you have to think out of the box. And you have to look for things you wouldn't normally. It challenges my perspective on things. And I love that. Nice. Very nice. So, now, now, I've got a question for you, Mama Grid. Yeah. No, Queen. Um, how do you feel about the, the elementary series? The, um, that's the, is that the one where the, the girl, there's a girl that plays Sherlock? Uh, the girl that plays Watson. It's still a guy that plays Sherlock, Sherlock but it's a girl that plays Watson. Okay, I have, I, I saw the, like, the trailers for that, and that just, like, turned me off immediately. Sherlock and Watson are two men. Yeah. And they are real men. Like a man's and, man, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah, you know, and when I first and saw it come out, oh. you don't switch sexes like that. Mm-hmm. And that destroys the original intent of Arthur Conan Doyle's stories. And there are just some things for me in literature that are like so sacred. Don't touch it, don't yeah. even think about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and that's how I feel about it. And that just drives me bonkers. When somebody does that. It's like when they swapped the sexes for Doctor Who. And I was just like, why? Yes! (laughs) Yes! You don't do that either. Doctor Who is a man. And and he is who he is. And don't even think about it. No! I can't stand that. Oh, my. Now, uh, now I will say, I will say, when I first started watching Elementary, uh, and I found out that Watson was a woman, I, I was upset. But then I got hooked after watching it. You, it, it just ended up working. There are just, so, yeah, even I mean, I, literature, yeah. there are certain places where it is a man's world. Yeah. And no woman, fiction or nonfiction, has any business sticking her nose in and, and turning it toward a, a feminine side. You just don't do mm. those things. That's why I get so angry too with the the feminist movement and and that kind of garbage in our world mm. because there are just places where women like I get really angry watching a football game and you have a woman commentator commentating about the men and their game and how they're playing it, where she's got the nerve to walk into a locker room. I'm sorry. No, you're a woman. You don't do things like that. It's not ladylike. It's a man's world. You leave the men to have their own sacred bastions and you keep your nose out of it. It's just that simple. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Sorry, I'm a little old-fashioned and Victorian. I can't help it. My grandmother, <laughs> oh man, during the Victorian period, my and the Edwardian period, and my mother was uh, born uh, around World War II, uh, well before World War II, and I just really, um, I think those standards that those of, of a woman's place in society, I think, were a good thing. 
And even when the men gave the women right the right to vote, if a woman is the head of her own household, she should have the right to vote. She is the head of her own household. If she's not the head of her own household, then make her um, views known through her husband, and the two of them get together and agree about how to vote. But if I did not currently have the right to vote as a woman, I would not be upset. I, I would be glad for my husband to represent the household. I, I love yeah, how I'm this not- went from I love how this went from a Sherlock Holmes discussion to an outright like politics in five seconds or less. I'm sorry, dear. No, it's fine. It's just I find it. It just it was like well that escalated quickly. It did. Sorry, it just like very I just heard it's like, I mean that's just. I mean it's great discussion. I just, I just get tired of the men having their toes stepped on all the time by women. And I think that really needs to stop. Mm-hmm. And, mm. You know, and God put men in charge of the world and in charge of the family. And mm-hmm. I just hold that as a very dear thing. And I think that it should be respected and continue to be upheld. Not that every man does it correctly. And some men really screw up, as we can tell by the news headline. Mm-hmm. But overall, I am very happy for those things to fall on the men's shoulders. Yeah. And let us pay attention to the things that God says we should pay. Yeah. Okay, so on that note, I, I'm. this is a great segue, actually. You're, you're a big benefactor of men, and I, I can see that. But what about AI? What about an AI-powered robot that says family is important and wants, wants to, to have, have its own children? Yeah. I mean that that's the, that that was another article we went over about a robot who actually an AI that came out and said, "Hey, family's important, and I want to have kids." She's a machine, for God's sake! Keep it in perspective, right? So I'm I'm just thinking I'm just thinking the way the way the world's going. This can't. This I like come to, a day. I like to also point out: Did this also come from our same same uh, July seventh episode? Uh, this one actually came from January 20th. Oh, the January 20th episode. All right, yeah. cool. All right. Yeah, yeah. so as, as we talked about, uh, an AI wants to have its, uh, own, its own little robo-AI family. Okay, first of all, that is really disturbing. Just, just that, why? That is, that is very disturbing. It's a freaking, um, like, how does, how does a robot reproduce? What, do you just, like, hook it up to some cybernetic <laughs> connection and be like, you know, program all of its, you know, I, uh, you know, code after my code and, you know, metal after my metal, I don't know, something, not to sound like, you know, just, I, I just, I, uh, why? Have you ever I, watched Batteries Not Included from 1987? I, know, but I have seen Short Circuit. Great 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 movie right there basically robots come from outer space and they eat up a whole bunch of technology and they reproduce now it's a completely family friendly and it's not as bad as i make it sound like (laughs) it's actually very family friendly and very good but Mm -hmm. uh maybe maybe that's how they intend on doing that is ai will eventually become ai machines i mean um this is what i have to say to that by the way <laughs> well, I mean, if men can't take care of their own business and women can't take care of their own business, according according to liberal society, that was the operative word, liberal society. Exactly. 
according to liberal society, then what's the next best thing? How about we make a robot do it for us? That just sounds so wrong on so many levels right now. Do you realize? I just it, it is because the Bible says God created man and women, not God created man, woman, and AI. <laughs> okay, okay. So I got to read some chat here. So the so Leo um, says in chat the morning metro more like the evening metro. Uh, CN replies a lol the, with a lol emo, and then uh, Leo says car on a stick. Wait, what? What's car on a? Stick? I don't know. Yeah. Hi, We're Leo. Hi, CN. Dick. Welcome to the show. Okay. I don't know. Okay. This we'll is Twitch chat. It. This is Twitch <laughs> oh chat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love Twitch chat. It's great. Um, but, but I am I am legitly worried here. Now, I yeah. don't think it's going to happen within, like, the next couple years. But 20, 30 years from now, uh, I can see... Um, what, was that, what was that one movie that was out there? Um, let me see. There's been a lot well, of like movies Future out there. World or something? Uh, I, I think it was called iRobot. Yeah, yeah, iRobot. yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, foresee that happening. Not in the next 20, 30 years. I mean, it may take a little longer than that to get that kind of technology up. But I do foresee that kind of scenario happening where mm-hmm. almost everybody has their own AI robot. Yeah. I mean, we already care. have like Roombas, like those Roomba things that do... Which Mama Grid formally told me that she would not have anything of it with a Roomba. Oh my. Well, did you see the new robot that just came out that can actually clean up a room? Yeah, that's just... No, no, it's not not vacuuming. I mean, literally, it can pick items up and put it in the right spots. I don't care what it can do. I'll just put it out in the trash heap. I'm cleaning (laughs) my own house. I I feel bad. So Red Tail has been sitting here ever so quiet. Red Tail, do you have anything to say to this? I feel so bad. Well, you know, I was thinking about all the robot technology that they're using for the Fukushima uh, nuclear power plant in Japan that blew up. Yeah. Mm. The radiation was so bad that the robots that they developed for that actually melted in the water. Oh, wow. Because they actually were trying to develop robots that actually can go out on a tether. And I was watching a 60 Minutes piece a couple of weeks ago that said that they developed millions and millions of dollars of all these robots mm. that they want to go and clean up the uh, nuclear core. And they couldn't de- design a robot strong enough that would stand all the radiation. That's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because radiation from, from a power plant meltdown can last for several decades, as I understand. Oh, and it can, it can last for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of years, depending on thousands how bad it is. Wow. Yeah, it can actually last thousands of years. That's true. Yeah. That's crazy. That's why everybody's afraid of a nuclear war, because they know if nuclear war actually happens... Oh, dear Lord. The world's going to be unable to be populated at all for like thousands of years oh dear oh don't worry about it god will come back clean it up and it'll be populated again it's not a problem uh cn says in chat there's a game that it, that that is actually what you just said about uh personal robots really okay. what game is that cn which, which game is that and leo and chat said a google car on a stick i don't know how that would work oh yeah what am i missing okay i think he's referring to the fact that uh Google, that's how they take Google map images. They have a car that goes around and actually takes pictures. I think oh. he's referring to something about that. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Detroit. Yeah. Oh, Detroit Become Human. That's the game. Oh, that's right. Oh, that one, That's yeah. right, because it, that game is about um, robots asking whether or not they have a right to... Oh. I never played Detroit Become Human. Like, it looks, it looks kind of cool, but I don't know... <laughs> If 
I because that game is actually it's a multi it's a multi storyline game. So basically, it, it's decision making. Like life is strange. So whatever path you pick in the story affects the outcome. But yeah, the Detroit Become Human. Yeah, I forgot about that being um, one of those like choice. It's it's PS4 only. What? That's lame. Oh, okay. Le- Leo says <laughs> we're all wrong. <laughs> car on a stick is actually a game. You're, I googled just car on a stick. Yes, it is actually just a game. Oh man, um, Which how, I'm how, not. Wow, that's that. Okay, don't don't show that on stream because uh-huh. if you have epilepsy, it'll probably go active. Oh dear. Uh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, we're like, I, I'm kind of split with with AI technology because Japan has been known to develop mm-hmm. some of the most advanced robots, yeah. but they're doing it because they want to actually make things better. Mm-hmm. If you look at American technology for robots, it's mainly just for military use, like mm-hmm. up until very recently. Um, but it's kind of like. It's either a case of humans are getting extremely lazy that we Amen. have to that we have to have robots or we're just it's another marketing. I don't I mean I don't know. I mean not, not all robots I mean it's not to say robot technology is bad. It is very good. There can be some good uses for it for disaster relief for um military purposes for, well maybe uh, if you and military purposes um for assistant living for those people that are old you know old people retirement homes or who want to live at home but still have some independence having a ai you know butler or whatever and stuff like that i mean there there's cases where robot technology is fine and i'm okay with it but at a certain mm-hmm. point, it's like saying blurring the line between VR and you know virtual reality games versus like real life or augmented reality versus. I mean, there is a certain mm-hmm. level at which, like, it's you know, what are we, what is this for, kind of a thing. You know, what do we need mm-hmm. to do? Uh, CN says in chat, robots are cool until they, until they, wait, are too lifelike. Until they robots are too are lifelike. Cool until they are too lifelike. Yes. Yeah. Now I will say, Sophie here, if 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 they had actually covered up the top of her head with skin looking material as well you might have actually mistaken her or it as an actual her yeah yeah in the picture by itself without you know seeing it yep. talk yep. yeah yeah so at least <laughs> they were like there. i mean i'm glad they were like had enough decency to make it you know look her make it look like an actual you know robot and stuff i mean we have things like machine learning which is helpful um there's a couple of things that you know it's used for and stuff but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know um let me see let me go down and speaking of actually let's i think it's actually a good time and speaking of technologies that are progressing um nasa uh, now this is an article we covered several several months ago about nasa's announces a crew uh for first commercial space flight um anybody want to go to space <laughs> this comes from our argus fourth episode um that we talked about this um nasa basically uh let me go ahead and tr- i guess basically giving a a ride to, uh, giving people have rides you know to and from space or whatever i like my feet firmly planted on the ground but that's just me if you mm. if you get if you get kicks and giggles from that that's perfectly fine um so let's kind of reiterate and ta- kind of talk about this traveling to and from space and space flight thoughts I would anybody I, I would love to go to space. I'd like to I, be the first computer technician that swaps out a hard drive in a weightless environment. I'm sure it's probably been done. 
It takes like four months to prep those, some of them to be prepared for a space launch. And you actually, you cannot go to space oh if you, if you cannot go to space, if you've actually smoked because the, 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 the stuff that is in cigarettes stays in your body. And if you go to space, the fiberglass that's in like, in some cigarettes can like expand and kill you and whatever and stuff. So like astronauts have oh, done wow. smoking. Yeah. I was talking to one of my friends, um, when we were at, uh, one of our events we go to every year and they said some of the mm. fact of like that if an astronaut, it was a smoker, um, I think it has something to do with like the cigarettes whatever's in them if you've smoked you cannot be you cannot apply to be an astronaut at all wow yeah i have to double check that go ahead i do imagine that in the future i mean i'm I'm thinking star trek here in the future because i'm sure people are going to be smoking till the end of time just saying yeah it's 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 gonna happen but i'm thinking in the future star trek stuff will exist yeah there will be ships that regularly on a daily basis go up with hundreds of people going who knows where and i'll sure i'll be sure that they have some sort of uh inoculant they can give if you're a smoker well when or, i'm or just an inoculant in general that everybody has to take for going up that actually takes care of anything bad well what i'm kind of thinking is you know we're heading into 2019 uh you know elon musk is developing his underground um, underground highway spacex mm. creating their a reusable rocket shrinking things shielding mm. um i think there was talk of warp drive somewhere yep. in there i yep. mean the word we're getting pretty freaking close you know well, they already yes. have plasma drive they've proven that technology have yeah uh, is that something we actually went over that one airplane uh i don't remember um uh i don't think i don't think that was it i don't think that was it but i mean uh, red tail or or, or mama grid you know what do you think of the whole idea of going traveling to and from space i mean i know people are crazy on the highway but colon i mean we've talked about colonization at least in my house a couple times about colonization hmm. of space um, i go to a different planet <laughs> i mean as as long as like huh I guess my biggest beef with all that's fact. We've got too many issues here at Earth. Why do we need to spend money to go outside our own environment? We haven't fixed our own issues on Earth here first. Well, we can get away from the liberals. Either the liberals can go or we can stay. They can <laughs> I knew it was going to get in there somewhere. <laughs> we could pack them up and send them up to Mars. <laughs> exactly. And then there really would be Martians. <laughs> Like the Star Trek series, they can be the, the beings from the other planet. Oh no, my gosh! CN says in chat, Elon mm-hmm. Musk is too rich. He wants to do everything. That's true. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's. <laughs> I, I guess it's kind of cool the idea of traveling to and from space, but like, why would you want to? Like, unless you have a... Exploration. No, I know. No, I know. But for the average everyday Joe, like... Imagine doing a a Twitch live stream from space. You know, that's not been done before. That'd be awesome. I could be the first Twitch streamer. Well, probably Ninja would beat me to it, actually. I'll bet you Ninja would beat me to it. Um, Mm. Well, there was actually a program. uh, There was some sort of, like, 
There was some sort of person or and or program they were developing to get like content creators to like be the first content creators to travel to space and be inspired by the cosmos to create. It, it was some like I don't know exactly what it was, but like I kind of I kind of like there's certain space programs i kind of sit there and i'm like is this very necessary um it's a thing on youtube though grid wait what is uh, cn um but like i don't know if for the everyday person oh, yeah, i mean is. i'm just happy to get out of, i'm just happy not to fall out of bed in the morning <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it, okay uh cnn says it's a thing on youtube i believe there are streams you can go to on youtube where they are streaming from space. Oh, space streams. Oh, okay. So I think somebody uh, might have beat you to the punch there, but, but not for Twitch. Give me a moment. Streaming to Twitch is is more is okay. Gertrude's doing more research and development in the uh, background. I think it's interesting too. Uh, I was born the year um, before we actually got involved in space flight because I was born in '57. And you had the uh, Russian Sputnik satellite born launched, mm. uh, launched, I think, the year or two after that. So I've been alive the entire time, the entire American space flight. NASA has been around. And um, we recently celebrated the 50th anniversary of Apollo 8, where we actually sent the lunar module to the moon. Wow. I remember, I remember the uh, land, landing of the Eagle on Tranquility Base. It was July of, of uh, summer of 1969. Mm-hmm. We all stayed up late to watch the landing of the lunar module. Yeah, oh. and didn't and now um, Red Tail? Correct if I'm wrong. Didn't your dad develop something for for space program with the? Uh, you've always you've always told this story about was it your dad that developed something to do with like the the gloves that they use in space or something like that? And yeah, also, hello, my dad worked for a company called IOC Dover. It was actually in Dover, Delaware. And back between the Mercury and the Gemini and the Apollo missions, they were actually changing the pressurize of their suits because at 15 pounds per square inch, when you're at a suit in space, it's like 8 pounds per square inch. It took a body an awful long time to reallocate itself back to Earth weight gravity. So they were actually developing a new space suit that can actually handle the 8 pounds per square inch in space. And they spent thousands and thousands of dollars just developing a double-bearing glove so that you actually can put the glove on and have the normal wrist movement. And they spent so much money trying to figure out a way to airtight just the double bearing in the glove. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Interesting. Anything done in space costs times 100. True. <laughs> Very true. You want to write in space? Well, guess what? NASA made their own pen for it. Yeah. It costs thousands. Oh, my gosh. And speaking of and things that... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you got, go ahead. Finish up. Thanks to freeze dried food, that actually was developed for space exploration. And there's an article I'm looking at: the 15 ways the International Space Station is benefiting Earth. Hmm. Interesting. And uh, speaking of things that develop thousands of dollars to research, apparently gaming is a disorder. (laughs) According to, it is a mental disease. Um, Who, which stands for the the World Health Organization, has has decided, has thought about adding gaming disorder to a list of mental diseases, which I did not follow up on this since this, technically it was, uh... This, this is our article. January 20th episode that we I, did I this past year. on it. So, no. hey, Grid, Grid, yes. while I'm talking about this, go see if they actually did sure. make a disorder. Yeah, sure. Let me go ahead and uh, pull up another you. tab somewhere, and I'll go ahead, go ahead and talk about it, and I'm going to do a little bit of research myself. All right, head to Google. So, Start. basically, the World Health Organization is saying that ga- 
there are gaming disorders and they want to make it a diagnosable disease. I don't know how, I mean, it would have to be pretty bad for somebody to actually be considered they have a gaming disorder. But they say that, you know, in the U.S., 63% of households include at least one frequent gamer, according to the 2016's <laughs> Essential Facts this. About Computer and Video Game Industry. Leo says in chat, fake news, baby rage. <laughs> True. Continue. Uh, I'm just like, okay, gaming, I can see where gaming too much could be an issue, but there are probably a lot of underlying conditions if you feel like you just have to game 24-7. But there's a whole bunch of benefits you can get from gaming. Hand-eye coordination, fine muscle movements, uh, your, your memory, your critical thinking. There's a whole bunch of benefits to gaming. Well, True. being a stroke, stroke survivor, I do a lot of Tetris because it's actually teaching me to do my uh, working with my diminished left cut. Because mm -hmm. I find my biggest failures, I forget to scan the screen to figure out where I need to drop some more pellets or a blocks mm -hmm. on the one side of the screen to fill it up in order to move to the next level. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, and and honestly, like gaming, as far as I'm considered, you know, encourages cooperativeness between people. It encourages um, working together with people, learning communication and stuff. Sometimes, um, you know, just I mean. I alone feel like I'm somewhat of a better person because of gaming. And yes, I mean, I, you know, those of you who follow this channel regularly, you follow my main channel. Um, I game five days a week for three, four, sometimes five hours straight. But, you know, the, the benefits of what's coming out of that are not that harmful you know there it's really unless and, and gertrude's right unless there's some really underlying underlining you know something because you you get addicted to something you get addicted to something because of what there's something in your life that you're missing you're trying to fill mm -hmm. a void and people who do this are the people whose lives are f either feel empty feel worthless whatever there's actually i actually have the book right here it's called our reality is broken a uh, broken why games make us better and how they can change the world i mean it's mm. I have I have yet to finish reading this book. I actually lost my place. I need to start the book again. Unfortunately, maybe I should try try uh, spending time reading it for 2018 and then talk about it at the end of the year. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Gorchon, there's some chat uh, here. Could you go ahead and read some of the chat for us while I try to keep looking this up? Yep. Okay. So CN says he's a gameaholic. Okay. Uh, Derpy meme bot. I've noticed that humans seem to enjoy chaos in all forms. This seems bad, at least to me. I don't care. Humans don't affect me. Oh. Okay. There's some good in that and some bad, but okay. And Leo wants to know, is that kid holding a switch? Now, I haven't actually held a switch before. No, so he's not. What, he's not. I'm, I'm actually thinking that's probably a cell phone. A, yeah. A smartphone. Let me... Uh... Retail, could you direct that link to me and just or wait no um shoot you don't because you're using discord i'll look we'll look at it we'll, we'll do a follow-up discussion on this probably at some point later because i am uh, i am unable to find what i'm looking for right now so we'll go we'll do a uh you're talking about the, uh, the world health organization article yeah we're trying to i was trying to find a follow-up to it but i can't find it well we can cover it in, in a future episode if we have to uh because i'm not able to find what i'm looking for at the moment but um but i mean and and, and let's be honest i think i think i heard uh mama grits say everything's qualified as a disease nowadays yeah i was just i was just sitting here looking up because i'm getting very exasperated at certain terms in our language 
being interchanged and they do not mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and um, I was looking up disease and it's basically a condition of a living animal or plant body or one of its parts that impairs normal functioning and is typically manifested by distinguishing signs and symptoms. Mm-hmm. It's a disorder of structure or function yeah. in a human, animal, wow. or plant. Okay, so you're getting down to, in that case, you're talking about the cellular level. There's mm-hmm. something wrong on the cellular level that is causing things to not function properly. That is a disease. That That is a physical <clears throat> thing inside that plant, animal, or human mm-hmm. on the cell level that is causing the wrong signals to be sent out mm-hmm. to tell the rest of that structure how to operate or function. Yeah. Okay? All right, you got that. Okay? Yes. All right, now let's go to disorder. Disorder generally pertains to the field of psychology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Okay, so... It's mental disorders are patterns of behavioral or psychological symptoms. These things are not on a cell level. Mm-hmm. This is a pattern of behavior or psychological symptoms that impact multiple areas of life. Mm-hmm. Now, to a certain extent, that can be like if you have a chemical imbalance or disorder. And that would be on the genetic cellular level. Mm -hmm. In that respect, I suppose maybe you could apply the term that that structure is disease. Yeah. Because there is something wrong on the cell level. But a lot of what is getting characterized as disease, such as these gaming disorders, are not diseases. These are behaviors. And behaviors come from choices we make. And we are responsible for our own choices. Choices are not diseases. Mm -hmm. They are not a dysfunction on a cellular level. Mm. They are something that we determine to do based on the input that we have and whether we decide to do this or that. Yeah. Which path you're going to take. Yeah. Yeah. So and, let's, yeah. so yeah. let's stop let's stop categorizing stuff let's stop categorizing <laughs> disorders as diseases cuz they're not yeah mm-hmm. and let's start talking about being responsible for our own life choices of course yeah um we actually okay, found so- yeah Gertrude actually found uh uh a uh, follow-up article finally so go ahead Gertrand, yes, jump and in here this actually <laughs> comes from the world health organization website as of september 2018 a gaming disorder is defined in the 11th revision of the international oh classification of diseases icd 11 which i know what icd 11 is all about because i work with icd 10 codes from uh work all the time uh-huh. so it is officially a disorder or a disease according to yeah it's 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 not good 
basically they've defined it gaming disorders defined in the 11th revision that da, 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 characterized by impaired control over gaming increasing priority giving given to gaming over other activities to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other interests and daily activities and continuation or exhalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences i am going to find the ic10 code for this no this is dumb this is dumb <laughs> you know you know what wait, wait. this is <laughs> all on. of this is an excuse to not the the world health organization itself is a joke and then all of this is being used as this is we get mm. a write-off to not take responsibility for our own behaviors mm-hmm. if the world organization world health organization says oh it's a disease dear then that's okay. I don't have to take responsibility mm. for my personal behavior anymore. Right. This needs to stop. Yeah. As I was, I was going to insert the the audio track of. Ain't nobody got time for that. 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 I mean, like, and you know what the sad part is? All of this is paid for by our tax dollars. Exactly. Oh, my. Okay. Oh, my. I, I would love to talk more about this, but I feel like we're kind of like we've shredded this pretty pretty. Mama Grid has successfully shredded this. Uh, we need to have her on her and Retta. We need to have one more often. <laughs> well, the World Health Organization can't even take responsibility for the health situations around the world mm. that they are supposed to be working with and mm-hmm. and helping to to you know to make better. Yeah, they, they're they're just an absolute joke. <laughs> it's like some board that's there at the UN or whatever that guys sit on and get paid for but their brains are you know where Uh, okay 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 Okay. CN said in chat you heard it here first folks stop paying taxes (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay and speaking of more stupid things we cover this in another episode uh tokyo wanted to make a building out of wood this comes from our february 17th episode um as you guys may or may not remember there was an article where basically comes from uh the guardian.com where Mm. japan wanted to make uh a skyscraper that was made completely out of wood and of course we shredded Mm. this apart as you guys may remember um now okay first of all i I, okay okay let's let's think about something here i don't mind reusable stuff i do think that actually in fact actually um side note i was watching a video from epos vox talking about how crt monitors are getting thrown into dumpster piles and not being properly disposed of um Okay, CN. CN just sent chat. Building building with wood. Is this Fortnite? I never thought of that. <laughs> you so are do you so have right. A protection contract with that building? <sighs> I, I would hope so. That's wow. Okay, here's how you take down the building. You take you take a handful of termites in there and just let them loose. And give it some time, <laughs> and eventually the building will fall. That's beautiful. No. I love it. You know, it's interesting. If they don't have enough redwood, there's a guy that I heard some years ago build a house out of, out of redwood, and redwood is the known material that actually withstand earthquakes. Interesting. Now, it can, so can it withstand termites? Can it, with, can it withstand termites? Uh, redwood? I don't know. 
Oh, uh, sounds like a good Google search. Um, now here's <laughs> now here's the thing. Okay, now I can understand. Now looking back on this article now. I can understand where maybe using having reusable stuff is good. Re- like recycling is good, honestly. Like I'm not. I mean, mm. I, I'm 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 half like yeah, it's good. Half I don't want to get too like obsessed over it. Like there's such a thing as being obsessed over recycling. Okay, um, mm. but then there's a case of yeah, okay, reusable energy, reusable building materials is not bad. It is not. It's not bad. It's it's that when we feel like we like worship the earth it becomes a bad thing like you know like it's and that goes that goes into like tree huggers and special snowflakes and all the other jazz um but like yeah like i i I don't know i I just somehow feel like that building building a building out of wood it just sounds like because okay think about if somebody's smoking in the building oh my goodness everybody can (laughs) just audit everybody here can just autofill what i'm about to say if you're smoking burn down. and if you like take your the butt of the cigarette and wipe it on the wood on the wood wall uh that's an ember and i can see a fire hazard just starting instantly oh my god you you know how in minecraft i like to send out fire everywhere yeah just just saying just saying that's what the whole building's gonna look like it's gonna be on fire rip. and no longer around rip i mean i i'm i'm just sorry it just no <laughs> so many things could go wrong there yeah i i just i don't i, I mean well i mean we think about, although okay backing up a little bit here okay houses normally built out of brick usually like out on the outside and there's one on the inside right like i mean we can all yeah. i'm correct in saying that so i mean mm-hmm. it's not like we're not part. using wood already mm-hmm. but an entire build like i mean because my looking at i mean let me go to the article view here i mean looking at um like um the the yeah, structure that, yeah looking at the structure of it i mean is that nothing but wood like is there no brick and mortar i think the idea is that it is for the most part just wood uh, i don't i mean there might there might be happen. yeah and this the is foundation a, might not be wood. I mean, in in the, in in the article, um, it's it said here it's a five point six. What is that six five point six billion? No, they use the uh-huh. yen over there. So I, so that's an American, right? Yeah. That that's a that's a lot of money to fund uh, yeah. that. And, yeah. and, and 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 you know and the and the funny thing is it takes it take it took it will take years to build but seconds to destroy. Oh yeah, it's called economic stupidity. (laughs) Let me build this beautiful thing and have it destroyed within a matter of a year. Yes. Question: OSHA requirements? Oh, it's it's in Japan. They probably don't. Yeah, OSHA doesn't. Isn't OSHA? I thought. Wait, is OSHA only? OSHA is only United States. That's what I I thought. I would hope they would have some sort of comparable safety protection in Japan because of the earthquake zone. I have no idea, honestly. Well, you never know. Uh, CN says in chat, wood and nails, very strong wood glue, probably. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they have uh, Jisha. Jisha? J-I-S-H-A. So that's their that's their equivalent of, of OSHA in yeah. America then. Okay. Yeah. I mean, although it's not to say that, I mean, Japanese people are not, obviously not stupid. I don't, th- I mean, I'm sure they probably thought of... That, I mean, what? Well, I mean, unless they put some sort of like fire retardant on the wood, like they treated it for fire. But even, well, even still, then. 
it's stuff still, still burns. Yeah, stuff still it's burns. Resistant, but it's not completely resistant, which means if a fire starts, if you don't get it out really quickly, and then you also got to think about all the buildings next to it. And the people that are in the building. Exactly. Now, if we look at this main image here, if this is actually how they plan on doing it, if that big building in the center goes down, all those buildings go down. The buildings next to it go down by the little embers and sparks that It'll be city off. skylines! Oh, it would be. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. So I know Noelle's in chat. Hey, Noelle. It'll be city skylines with earthquakes and tsunamis. <laughs> she no, knows what the reference is. <laughs> Um, but oh yeah, goodness. like I, 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 okay, I, I just, why? Mm. Okay, moving on. We, okay, wait a minute. We Oops. do this stuff here on Earth, and we're talking about going to space. <laughs> you know, thinking about that. That's um, a good. We, we can we can spread the idiocracy around. It, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. No wonder aliens don't want to come visit us. They're probably out there. They're just like, they're too dumb. They can't handle exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Uh, speaking of things that are that are too dumb or whatever, we covered this in our... Let me go look at this back. This was a more recent article. This comes from our December 22nd episode, actually, this month, where a yep. sneaky pair uses Amazon Alexa to order his way through Amazon. <laughs> Now, who's the really smart bird here? <laughs> oh! Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Holly obviously wanted more than a cracker here. Uh, yes, I yes, I remember this. Uh, so, th so uh, for those of you that are that are confused, this was about a parrot who uh, whose owner left their Amazon Alexa open with their mic and apparently went on a um, mm. shopping spree. I hate you know I hate to yeah. what is it okay mom mom great you, you you have more experience with credit cards and stuff okay how do you go about canceling all those orders that the parrot made like how how do you imagine calling the bank and be like yeah um my parrot just went on a shopping spree like how do you what do you do uh, that's what I was it's funny you should say that because I was just sitting here thinking gee how do you tell Amazon and the bank my parrot did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's worse than saying my dog did it yeah really you know but yes my, my parent did it got a hold of my credit card yeah mm -hmm. oh yeah now, what's nice worse though a, kid, a child who goes online doesn't realize it orders a bunch of stuff which has happened that was or a, a parent who does that the child is a little more believable. I mean, let's face it, really, the parent sounds like something out of a fairy tale. I mean, you know, seriously. I, um, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, if I were the banker, I'd be sitting here going this. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. So, really, what you're trying to tell us is that you don't want to pay your credit card debt. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, the parent needs a new job. Yeah. I think the parent ought to be at for dinner. You know, oh. the commercials for the kids' toys, always, uh, the commercial for kids' toys, they always tell the kids, use permissions from your parents for use a credit card. Does that same thing apply to the parent? I was going to say, who does a parent go to? Oh, gosh. Oh, um, so we have goodness. some chat here. I'm going to head in uh, and read. Let's see. Um... Uh, I would agree many humans are dumb, not all. So this is from the Derby meme bot. Leo, why did you have to put your chat bot in here? 
<laughs> Leo, why? Um, wait, my parents. So that is actually a chatbot. That's actually Leo's chatbot. Yeah, he likes to dump it in my Twitch channels once in a while. <laughs> what? Is, so it actually does? Does it make random comments? I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. I don't, I don't Leo, it. though, however, does say in chat. My parent went on a shopping spree. Question <laughs> mark. Lol. Uh, that parent seems smarter than many than many humans out there, right? Oh, and um, CN says in chat, I saw a video of a parrot tried to call the FBI. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait. Wait, what? Google check. Wait, what? Huh? Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't. It's it's sentiment. It decided to come here. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, like oh I I goodness. I just. Well, I guess if you return everything within thirty days, no matter what the excuse yeah. is, they still mm. have to give you your money back. Yeah. So you wait. Know, you question them, is: Is a pair smart enough to get fulfillment by Amazon? Say, say what? Oh, I, I missed I that. that. Is the pair is a can, that depends on if it can read. Is I asked the question. It, the, did the did the pair get fulfillment by Amazon? Because it's easier to do returns that way. Hmm. And did the pair click on the little bot saying, "I'm not a robot"? <laughs> Rip. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, okay, so we're gonna talk about. So now you have a parrot bot. Yeah. Um, so I think what we're going to do is um, we're so this was not in a new this is not in a previous episode. This is actually something that I thought was cool. I talked I, sh- I uh, talked to uh, Mama and Papa Grid about this last night um, that I found uh, this video originally I actually saw on Instagram. I think somebody ripped it. There's a lot of ripped off stuff off, off of Instagram. It's kind of sad, actually. And a lot of people don't even pay copyright mm. um, for the original account. But I looked it up. This comes from digitaltrends.com. This is about uh, Bugatti developed a 3D printed titanium brake caliber. Um, which now for those of you listening via like audio, there really isn't anything to listen to, but it just to watch the, the, um, the run of this, let me go ahead and, um, sort of, uh, scrub a little bit here. Um, but they actually show this video of a guy grabbing the titanium brake out of a, out of a, um, a road case and they, um, let's see, is there any sort of description or conversation? So they go to mount it on the rotor and then... Uh, let's see. Yeah, this is actually the really cool. So they're they're ramping the the rotor up and down several thousand RPM, and they do uh, like three braking tests on this, and it looks it looks so cool because it turns into fire. It looks really really cool, but it doesn't explode. That's what's cool about it. Oh um, so. You can see there, uh, those of you that are watching via video, how hot that caliber. Oh my word, it's like oh my. hot steel. Yeah. It's almost to 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And then they did it again. They ramped it all the way up faster. Okay. That is above 1,000 degrees. That's 1,500. Yeah, and then they get oh up to 400 degrees Celsius. Uh, oh, they did it in Fahrenheit and Celsius. That's cool. Then watch, yeah, look at this part. Yeah. And then they, yeah, and then the disc got up to about a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. The caliber was about, uh, I forget exactly what the number was on there. It was kind of quick, but um, the the final test of this, because they like they pushed the heat limits um, of this. Yeah. Wow. Right. Okay, My now goodness. check. That is amazing. 
So it is like glowing. Shit. It's well, the, the disc and the break are like well over like several thousand. And it's, and the cool part is they take the caliber off and, and this is, this is some great B-roll footage too, actually of this. Um, let's make a full screen this. There we go. This is some fantastic, um, B-roll of just how like all the sparks and all the fire off of that just looks so cool. Oh my. Could you imagine your car going fast enough for it actually to look like that? Well, what I'm thinking of is is that this this titanium brake, this could be useful on new on like smart cars, on trucks, um, maybe like you know, future trains and stuff like that. Like this 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 is a, this is titanium. 3D mm-hmm. printed titanium. Do you realize how like revolutionary that is? And then when they take the the caliber off, yeah, it's mm. it's it's slightly discolored, but it's in one piece. And that's and they push it well over 1000 degrees Fahrenheit. That's mm. impressive. And I'm trying to look at the because they're showing how fast the car would have been going at a certain speed. Uh there we go. At their highest setting, looks like they're going over 100 miles per hour, possibly. Yeah, but they show the that the um, the entire caliber was still in one piece by the time all the tests were done on it. Yeah. And you show, and they uh, at some point showed that yeah, the brake pads are still like all together in one mm. like in one whole piece and everything. I guess my question is, you better have good tight uh, seals on your uh, brake lines because that's going to be very flammable if that liquid leaks out now um okay mm-hmm. now now leo said in chat he doubts it was actually 3d printed at least not yet well according to the article i kind of i did do a little bit of skimming um let's see let me do the okay yeah it says it is. It, that it it's a supersized chunk of metal is the world's first caliper produced using a 3d printer so that brake caliper was 3D printed. It's also considered the world's largest 3D printed titanium pressure functional component ever produced on one of the most powerful brake test benches on the market. Um, they so yeah, I'd say it's yeah that and that that's that that is beautiful. That, that is should r- be mandatory on every car and mm-hmm. truck around the world. And then they really ought to push it and see if they can do it for airplanes and trains. Yeah. Because the safety factor then, especially with a lot of the train wrecks we've had in this country um, in the last several years, Mm -hmm. uh, this Uh could be a huge asset for preventing Uh um, accident. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is impressive. It is impressive. Okay, um, now, all I have to say is for those of you that are interested in finance and stocks, etc. Oh, man. And I had been reading this, like, just in the last couple of months. But you all know, and it amazes me, how fast this 3D printing has jumped from just doing kids' toys to actually doing even, like, bricks for houses. And mm-hmm. now we're doing car calipers. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to invest for the future... You should be looking at companies that do 3D printing and manufacture the parts for 3D printers mm-hmm. and, you know, and the, the um, supplies and materials yep. used to do 3D printing because yep. uh, those companies are going to make a <laughs> fortune in the next mm. several years. And mm-hmm. that would be an excellent investment. 
let me go ahead and uh, read, jump in here, read some chat here. Uh, Leo says in chat, the internet can say anything at once, doesn't mean it's true. CN says true with a, with a, a little uh, upvote thingy, whatever. Um, let's see. Uh, Creature says hi to both Mama and Papa Grid. He's ecstatic about that. Uh, um, and see, let me look at... Uh, okay, if they have a doubt about whether this is a truthful story from Bugatti, then all you have to do is Google Bugatti, then get then look on their site and see if they have press releases. Mm-hmm. And you can also get a hold of, I think it's called... Let me think. Um, Stockholders Services. And mm-hmm. contact them, and they can tell you whether this is an actual story, and they've actually done these experiments. Mm-hmm. That's how you verify through a company whether the the press release or the the um, video that you see on the net that supposedly theirs and their product. Yeah, and that's how you verify that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. I mean, I don't, I mean, Bugatti just makes, I mean, they're, they're known for sports cars, like really nice sports cars. I doubt that they would fabricate something like this, honestly. No, that would be stupid because there's yeah, no it reputation would. doing that. It would. Uh, Popper, do you have any, any thoughts on this at all? Any other, any extra thoughts on it? Well, I would like to see a caliper that I can put on the car. I don't have to replace every three to five years because <laughs> the normal steel production of calipers is very cheap. Mm. And we've had several cars over the years that we've had to replace calipers because the steel we're getting from overseas is very cheap construction, mm. and normal heat causes them to warp. Oh, this is something where... that, This oh. is something that'd be nice that, that they won't warp. That's that's actually a really valid point because if it's made of titanium and they can three hmm. D print that and it's really as strong as they did in the test, yeah, it would be. It would. Now it might be that now that the question I would have is: Is that going to bring up the price of cars? Absolutely. Because there are. Yeah. The problem is, though, the industry is not going to like that because it's not something you have, it's not going to be a consumable. You got to replace periodically. Mm-hmm. So I wonder See, how fast. I mean, you got to look at it this way. Way back in the day when vehicles were created, they were built to last. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nowadays, everything breaks down so quickly because it's all about the money. Can we yes. make this cheap, cheaply enough that it'll still work, but that when it breaks down, they got to come pay us to fix it so we get even more money? Yes. See, that's and that's what's killer about this. Like, I, I, I really, really hate that this always turns into muffy into money. Muffy, what money? <laughs> Dyslexia is great, but um, like, why can't we just develop something just because we can, because it's because there, and then use it? Because the value system is different these days. Our exactly. ancestors and and people like Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, and others went by a completely different moral code. Mm-hmm. And that moral code, for all intents and purposes, is just about gone. And yeah. money, quote-unquote, is what the, makes the world go around these days. And so, yeah, you know, which one is going to get me more five minutes from now? And that's all we think about in this country exactly. is five minutes from now. Then naturally, you know, this kind of crap wins out. Now, creatures going to end up happening. If they come out with anything, uh, like a car that you basically never have to repair unless you actually do something bad to it i can almost see subscription-based cars you want to buy a car from us pay pay x amount of dollars for it and then every month you pay x amount of dollars for it after the fact continue on it i'm telling you it's everything's going subscription-based it's it's not too far-fetched to think that buying any sort of material any sort of product 
unless it's food, obviously, will end up being coming a subscription-based model. Now, wait a minute. Explain the subscription with a car again. Say that again. Okay, so let's say they do come out with a car that is nigh indestructible. Yeah. And we're talking even the parts take forever to wear out. You pay one, you pay one price, but they want to continue to make more money. They want to, they don't like the idea that, that after they sell it to you, unless you wreck it, you're not going to be paying them more money. So they <laughs> instead say, hey, here's a subscription model, pay X amount of dollars per month if you want to continue to use it. Does that currently exist with a leasing program? Well, well rental cars it's the same thing. Well, rental cars are like that. Well, yeah, rent, rental cars. So it does already exist. It does exist, so it's not completely far-fetched, but... Uh, well, yeah. Leo says in chat, though, he says, Thomas Edison wanted money. He was there for the money, although I I don't know. I'd, uh, no, no, he doesn't know enough about his history with Thomas Edison. Oh, shots fired. Um, <laughs> shots fired! Uh... And also, Thomas Edison is credited for more than he did. Yeah, there were there were a lot of things that Thomas Edison did that that isn't always like completely marked in uh, in history. But yes, there was a lot of things that he did besides just that. The problem uh, is, Thomas Edison, the only thing he wanted to do with his car is that everything was going to be the same color. At least now we have a lot more choices. No, no, you got that's wrong. Henry Ford was the one oh, okay, that all his cars. Henry were black, Ford, and they my the dude. Same color. Yes. Sorry about that. Rip. Yes. Rip. Um, Shops are being fired. It just Ford happened. Built cars to last, and he built them so that every family in America could afford an automobile. Mm-hmm. Oh That's my. why he had his assembly line production, and and it basically came pretty close to that. That uh, practically every could afford a car. Now you just now you now you're just like if you can even just afford a loan on a car. Oh my! Yes, that's the truth. They also didn't have credit records and things like that back when Henry Ford and Edison were alive. Mm, true. Um, so I want to uh, quick uh, touch here. So, Gertrude, did we want to talk about the YouTube Rewind? Or, we just, or was that just kind of... I am going to talk about it. Um, not necessarily going to watch any of it. Uh, but anybody out there who knows anything about YouTube knows that YouTube has been doing YouTube Rewinds. Yes. Now their most recent. So basically, they go Go over everything, all the most important things that went over that past year on YouTube, like creators and whatnot. Okay. That kind of thing. However, this year they completely messed it up. I mean, should I play it because because Mom and Power Grid haven't seen it, or should I play parts Uh, of it? it, I mean, you can if you want. It is eight minutes long. It's five minutes long. Oh, that no, no, no! If you're looking at PewDiePie's, oh no, I'm, no, I'm not. No, I'm not talking about PewDiePie's. I'm about the original one. The original one is eight minutes long. Play and I unfollow. Creature says no. Bye. <laughs> uh, because the one you're looking at right now, YouTube Rewind 2018, but it's actually good. That's PewDiePie's. Oh, where was the original? Oh, the original one. Oh, sorry, this was the original one. YouTube, sp- uh, the YouTube spotlight. <laughs> By the way, out of just to tell you how bad it was. It's had over 14 million dislikes and only 2.4 million likes on YouTube. It is the most wow. disliked video on YouTube. No joke. M- maybe I'll show it to Mom and Papa Grid like later or something, actually, and we'll just yeah. talk about like how I'll show it to you guys later um, off stream. Okay. Overall, why are there so many? Why is it the most disliked video? Because they didn't even think about the actual creators. Some of the most popular creators weren't even in it. There were like I don't really want to say nobody's 
Yeah. But there were there were people people really didn't even know. True. I mean, I went through the list and I watched a lot of YouTube and a lot of these people I've never even heard of. And well, the most the most famous person, PewDiePie, which is the most followed person on YouTube, isn't even mentioned. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which that I mean, the most popular people on YouTube aren't even mentioned in it, and they've they've completely they just completely messed it over. Yeah. Well, that and, could cause. Okay, so the ones that are the most popular, that could cause a bit of a PR rift between those money makers and YouTube. That wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, and they they went over things. They made it so politically correct oh. and so far left leaning. Oh. That's um uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that completely just wait, wait, wait a minute, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute. You said it, they made it so far left leaning and politically yeah. correct <laughs> and it only it got 14 million dislikes and 2 point some odd million likes. Yeah. That yeah. means the liberals are not in control, boys. <laughs> if there's not that- not of YouTube. <laughs> not of YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting because the liberal left uses YouTube so much to put their PR crap out there. Rep. Exactly. But most of the world is not leaning left yet. Interesting, eh? Well, that'll really ruin uh, the end of the year for the liberals. <laughs> Indeed. Now, now on since that came out, there have been a lot of remakes of it by popular YouTube people. People okay. who, who felt like it deserved it. Now, PewDiePie, as everybody now knows, is the most popular person on YouTube, the most followed person on YouTube, and he's definitely not PG. He's no. more like PG-13, getting kind of close to whatever's a little bit above PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> so, but his was released on December 27th, and has 6.4 million likes and 51,000 dislikes. And it it's, <sighs> it's amazing the comparison between the two. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching it. I mean, like I said, it's not PG, but it actually included all the things you would have wanted to see in a 2018 YouTube Rewind. Interesting. Crazy. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I was looking at at all of this and the dislikes and this kind of thing. Justin Bieber's, I think it was something baby. I, I can't remember what song it was. Uh, Justin was, Bieber's still a what, thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Justin Bieber's, there was one of his YouTube videos that used to be the most disliked video. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, I got it up but on it, Wikipedia. But it took years <laughs> to get to that point. Wow. Justin and Bieber's this one, within 84. only a few... Oh, sorry? Justin Bieber's baby video was 84.94% uh, disliked. Compared to the Rewind, it's 95.96% disliked. And that's wow. from Wikipedia. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but it really kind of shows an interesting, uh, like, you know, testament to, like, how people... I mean, YouTube as it is, I've ranted about YouTube several times... YouTube is 
not what it used to be. It's much harder to grow on. In fact, if you're gonna grow, if you want to do content creation online, just mm-hmm. either either pick a different platform. Honestly, like it's not even it's not even yep. like worth it. Uh, Creature said within a week, YouTube Rewind beat that. Wow. Yeah, and and keep it in mind that Justin Bieber's baby, which I thought that was what it was called, took several years to get to that point of being the most disliked. This one took only a few days. Oh, a dang. Week to get to that point. Oh, dang. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, YouTube just has completely disconnected from its own yeah, they content have. creators. Yeah. So, just saying. Well, that's like Congress disconnecting from reality. Same thing. They've all disconnected. Yeah. They all, they all hit, uh, they all did Alt F4. Uh, Yes, uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> uh, they had the blue screen of death. <laughs> oh, there's a thought. Yeah, I mean, think think about it. Think about it. The blue screen of death. BDOS stop error. Are considered Democrats are considered the blue side, right? Oh, so they got go. the blue screen of death. Yes. <laughs> da, da, wait. Okay, I have to put up. I wish I had a wah wah wah. I only have this. <laughs> All right, I think we're going to go ahead and wind down um, this episode. But thank you, Mama and Papa Grid, once again for um, being a part of uh, our show and being and being on here and everything. We really, really, uh, superly appreciate it. Thank you to everybody who has followed this channel, who has been a part of this channel. I know it's been a slow growth and stuff. We, of course, are we're not stopping here. We're going to be back in 2019. My lord, that's so hard to say and feels so weird. I'm going to be writing. It's going to be it's going to be hard writing checks. We have to write. 2019 and everything when you go to date oh my gosh it's gonna be that's gonna mm. be fun um but yeah um let me think about anything any other business we're gonna probably take a couple weeks off uh i guess because this is the end of uh see we're on episode 10 of season five so we're gonna come back with um season six of the morning metro um yeah right because because every season has oh ten my. episodes, so exactly. um, let me go ahead and start the a little outro music that we usually have. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so, so much for being here. We wish you uh, from all of us at the Morning Metro. Uh, we wish you guys a happy New Year. We pray for blessing and success and all everything that you do. Um, and I guess Mama Pauker, do you have anything else you want to say to help finish out this episode at all? Um, yeah, I do. I, this was a lot of fun. I re- um, Papa Grit and I really enjoyed doing this. Um, and also, uh, we're really, um, just really want to praise the Lord for getting to the end of the year like we have, because at the beginning of the year, Papa Grid couldn't even walk, and now he is able to walk and do things and, um, get back to a normal life, and we're just really hoping that we can this coming year, but we just really, what God has done in our lives this year has been amazing, and we just really thank him for it. And we thank you guys for letting us uh, be on here and um, have this much fun tonight. I can't believe it's already over. I'd love to do this a couple more hours. This has been a blast. <laughs> oh, um, I'll have you back again sometime. So, yeah, this this would really be a lot of fun. We would love to do this again. So thank you very much, guys. Oh, you're welcome. And, um, have a, and to everybody out there, have a, a really happy New Year. And may your New Year be full of abundant blessings. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys again. Have an awesome night, and we'll see you in Season 6 in 2019. Catch you guys later. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Morning Metro. All stories and articles belong to the respected companies. Songs used for broadcast. Intro music. Retro Funky by Persephone. Remix by Sundance. 
outro music, 305 by Approaching Nirvana. All music belongs to their respected copyright holders. For article submissions, questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at themorningmetro at gmail.com.